Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. With such an incredible run and the attention that was coming towards your program to you, to your players, what was your a strategy to keep them focused on what was right in front of them and with and not to get caught up in all the distractions and all the attention this this past postseason? We just talked about it daily. When it's time to work, it's time to work. And uh, when when it's you know when it's not work time, then enjoy it, absorb it however you may understand it's fleeting, understand all these people that are, that are coming around now. They, they still, they lived next door last year. They didn't come around. So this is just, this isn't anything more than what success brings. Uh, but our guys, they, they really, really love to work and compete and, and prepare and all the, the, the hard stuff that goes into playing games. They enjoy that part of it. And so it wasn't difficult. I'd, I'd love to sit here and give coaches information on what we did and it worked to a T but it, it, we we went we got ranked at FAU in in uh, January and so I was, it was Martin Luther King Day and I was extremely curious at how we would act and respond. It's a big deal to be ranked at place yeah. at a place that's never been ranked that has no history or tradition of success, and to be ranked in the AP top twenty five. I mean, it's a big deal. Um, and, and as you take a look back at it, and I, I, I was just curious at how our guys would act and respond and. Uh, we played harder. We prepared better. Even a couple of our guys said that doesn't mean anything. We don't care about that. Let's 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 practice because I I, I before shoot around Western Kentucky, I brought it up and I think we went on to win by probably 18 or 20 and had a really good game. And it was our third game in five days. And then we went on a road trip and, and beat two, uh, went on a tough, went straight from there to uh, El Paso or San Antonio, I forget which was first, and and blew one out and, and beat the other one on another road trip. So uh, during a 20-game uh, winning streak during a season, you, you see, um, you can you can tell a lot about your guys. And because of that, once we won a couple games in tournament, in the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, in all honesty, nothing really changed, and nothing's changed since. I mean, our guys are a little more popular. They're probably a little more handsome. Uh, but as far as the, the <laughs> basketball side, these guys, they, they, and, and, you know, we, we circle up and we talk about what we learned and what uh, each guy, you know, half the team probably speaks uh, on a regular basis. One of our guys said today, let's remember that we have a target on our back. And I said, that's 100%. That's true. But once again, a target on our back isn't what motivates us to improve and chase greatness every single day. Uh, it's the love of the work, the love of the process. And then most importantly, loving, doing it with the guys that are here in this circle. So um, if we're, if we don't lose, if we don't win at a high level this year, it's not because we have a target on our back. It's because we didn't play good enough basketball and we got distracted from what made us us. I love that approach, but I think you did share a, a strategy or a kind of a golden nugget at the very beginning. Cause you said, we talked about it. Like I, I think there's been times where even at our small level of high school basketball, where we do get a ranking and there's that kind of thought of, do I just kind of let that blow by, not really bring it up with my players. And if I do that, then I'm almost letting it up, giving up the chance, like hoping that they approach it the right way, or like in everything else that we do, I can try to guide them through. What does it look like to, how do we handle this? What does this actually mean? Cause Mike neighbors uh, at, at Arkansas, he said, you know, rankings don't mean everything but they don't mean nothing you know so it's good to establish with your team 
How do we handle this? And the same thing, like what a great point by that player. You got to love when guys feel that, like that that pride or sense of uh, responsibility almost, right, in the program and and the legacy they have to carry on. But then you come back in and and help them in those uh, situations. Well, that's another piece of our culture that we decide in advance how we're going to respond to any adverse situation, a bad call. Uh, you know, one of my proudest moments this year and, and, and our proudest moments happened during the year. It wasn't the run. The run's happening so fast. But um, we talk about how we're going to respond in advance to adversity. And so we had one of our players, uh, another player elbowed him in the face and it be, and he didn't respond. He, he showed his hands, asked the official to go to the monitor. We get two points out of it. That player uh, gets a foul, has to sit out a majority of the second half, whatever the case. But we end up winning that game by two points. And it's one of those things where we had, had talked about several times in, in competitive, intense situations. We're going to respond in this way if we want to win. And we're going to get bad calls. The other team's going to talk trash. The other team's fans are going to say crazy things to us. But we decide now uh, how we're going to respond. And one year we even did a mental conditioning. And, and we you know we talked about all the things that this team is going to face this year. Injuries, uh, pressure from parents, uh, pressure to make to play professional pressure from high school coaches that that want their AU coaches that want their former players to play at the college level, whatever the case, we're all going to face these things. And right now in August, when we're not in in uh, in, yeah. in the heat of the battle, we're going to decide right now how we're going to respond to all these things. So we even try to anticipate what our issues are going to be this year. Okay, we've got five seniors. Well, these seniors late in the season are going to be worried about what's next. They're with, with about a month to go into season, they're going to say, holy cow, I've got a month of free rent left. I'm going to be in a real world in 30 days or 45 days, whatever it is. And they're going to start getting stressed about what's next. What yeah. Are we going to decide now how we're going to uh, solve that issue and how are we going to respond? That's five, you five seniors. How are we going to respond to that? And usually it's, you know what, you're right. We're going to feel that, but we're going to, we're going to control what we can control. And we're going to prepare for the future, but we're going to be focused on being the best we can today. So all those things, we just feel like we decide well in advance how we're going to respond to it. Coach, I think I needed to hear that and probably some other coaches, too, because rarely do I outline what could go wrong. We usually I think at the beginning of seasons, you know, there's all this energy and optimism. Everybody thinks they're going to win state before the games begin. And, and and you try to map that out. What does that road look like for your team? But it made me think of Doug Novak uh, said he the first thing they talk about is how they're going to lose, like how they're going to act and how they're going to tr- handle a loss. And I thought like when I heard that, I thought, wow, like that, that's a different type of mentality. But you're right on the money. Like we all know you do this long enough, you know, bad things are going to happen throughout a season. There is no per- even the amazing run you had. It's not perfect. And and again, basing our game off of hope is just never a good idea. Whether you're a player jumping to leap, you know, to make a pass, you don't know what you're really going to do. Don't hope there as a coach. Don't hope that your teenagers or young men are going to handle adversity the right way. Plan. Give them a plan of attack for it. I love that, Coach. Absolutely. It's really helped us. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.